Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin is all of us. We're all Big Beefin, and we're just trying to get through this world, one day at a time at the Big Beefin. So sit back and listen and enjoy what you hear. Oh, the Big Beefin Show is here. I'm not going to do that. Just, Just enjoy the show. Pop, 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 Shane. Hippity hop. What's up, boy? What are you doing, boy? Oh, you know, this and that. This and this and that. Chit chat. Yeah, damn. See, I'm trying to get my rhythm down. Where it ain't working out. Damn. Hip hop. Hip hop anonymous. Trying to get a, get my flow going, but it ain't working out that great. Or, what flow grow? Yeah, just gotta let it roll off the tongue. But I can't. I can't. You know, do it smoothly as some people. Well, it take it's like with anything, I guess it takes practice. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, you you had a you had a special little rap, didn't you? He'll join us in a minute. Man, his mic's supposed to begin. Well, it shows that he's on. Well, his mic, he's my, you know, his mic we messed up, or his signal is gone again. He'll get I had a head plugged in, but I guess it wasn't working. Yeah, mine, mine wasn't working either. I just had to unplug mine too. Yeah, well, mine did the same thing, but Daniel, it didn't want to work. I had to unplug it. Oh, so it's not it's not my phone; it's the app. Yeah, because that when I when I did that thing with Daniel, I heard Daniel, but I looked down like that's my phone. Like, I'm not going through the headphones. So. Well, it's still a learning curve. I got I got a lot of feedback today. In the first few episodes, a lot of people have a hard time getting into it because their audio is so bad. Oh well. yeah. So we we. Delete the, delete. I mean, it it does its purpose, but it, it has some bugs in it. So well, you know, well, there's still, still I don't know how anchor how long anchor's been around. You know, yeah, I think each time they upgrade it, it gets a little bit better because the audio has improved. Like, I'll go back and listen to those. The problem is at the beginning, like, whenever I'm talking, it sounds like I'm muffled, like I'm far away. But then when Aaron starts talking, it's like super loud and like the volume goes up. Yeah. Okay. See, I thought that was just me. No, that's everybody. <laughs> well, yeah, because Daniel talked and he sounded like crystal clear. Yeah, Daniel's a super loud. Like, what the hell, man? See, does, okay, does Daniel have Android? Yeah. So do I. That's probably what it is, because me and John both got iPhones, so it's probably you're on a you're on yeah, you're on a shitty semi-phone and we're on the super phones. The super, the super phones now? Not the super phones. Excuse me. Sorry, I got the cough still. You're right there, buddy. <laughs> oh man. You, you gonna make it? I got it, I got it, I got it. Uh, yeah. Welcome everybody. This is another episode of Big Beefing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, hey, real quick, Shane. When, when, well, you, Aaron, too, I guess. Both of y'all really now. So, but anyway, when you're driving, Shane, to work, are, are you that guy, Shane, that uses a, sig- a turn signal, or you don't use a turn signal? You just, you just go with the flow like fucking water. I constantly use turn signals. Aaron, you um, I don't use it. I've got like five cars in a line. I'm turning. Why do I need to use it if I'm turning? No, I'm going down the highway. I mean, going down the highway. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Left lane, right lane. I'm pulling over to the shoulder. I'm getting Sometimes off. Sometimes I, I turn the turn signal on so much I get a reminder from my car to turn it off. That's how uh, okay. bad I am. But, See, I hate that shit. That shit gets on my every fucking nerve. What, we leave it on? Yeah, yeah we forget. forget that it's on or you you turn it on. 
and and I'm sitting here thinking, well, like, are you gonna merge? Or are you just sitting there with your? I know. I know you do. Get over already, man. <laughs> you're sitting there going <laughs> in the lane, and you're just going straight, but your right blinker is on. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> or the guy at the four way stop, you know, it's his turn. Go, go. It's your turn. Don't flex oh, you, like me. It's your turn. You, you do that little inch out, like you inch out a little bit, then they inch out, then you inch out, then they inch out. Yeah, and then they, they flash. The, I like the guy who flashed the lights, though. Like you do the headlights flash. Okay, you want me to go? All right. You know, but the, we both the nudging forward, you know, you look like dumbasses. <laughs> wonder, wonder what would happen if y'all if he flashed you and then you went, but then he just crashed right into you and said, "Hey, it was my, it was my turn to go." That's what I think that's how Sarah got into her wreck. There was, she's at an intersection, and this guy waves her head that's okay to go, and as soon as she turns, a car slams into her knocks, and flips her car over. See? Why? 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 <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn, I guess. I guess. But you know, I, I don't get those people on the, on the freeway who act like it's fucking water. Just, just fucking go with it. No signal here. Just going to merge over here. Get out of the way. I'm, I'm going to just... Uh, I had a guy pull beside me and point at the lane. Like, he's pointing. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? You're a blinker, man. What's fucking pointing doing? You take my, my, my tire out? Am I going low? Is someone in front of my car? What the fuck are you pointing at my, the next lane for? What, what I don't like is when you have, okay, you have four lanes of traffic. But three of, three of them are actually where the traffic is, and one of them, is about to merge into the third lane. And there's, and so the traffic is backpiling. But that fourth lane, like, it'll start emptying out because people know they got to merge. And there's always some asshole that pulls right up to the edge of the fourth lane and tries to cut in. Yes, always. Always, yeah. Shane. Always. 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 And it's just like, come on, man. You can't wait with the rest of us. Shit. No, they got to go further down as they can to merge in. They, they can't go... <laughs> Right there. No, I, well, no, I'm, I think I can go further down. I don't need a merge. I can go further down. <laughs> you could clearly see that the traffic has stopped, that there's no, you know, everybody's having to wait. But you no, decided I'm, that you. I, I, I don't want to be back here with y'all because apparently I'm somebody. I can get close to the front, you know. Just got just got edge on in, you know. No big deal. Yeah, that kind of shit gets on my nerves. I, and sometimes if you got a motorcycle, you can just whip around everybody, you know, and just. Just cruise on around and don't well, have to worry about, about that, it. What about that guy coming off the uh, the entryway? Uh, the, the uh, you know coming coming on, on the off the uh, off ramp, and he slow down. You slow down, and they slow down. And you slow down, like fucker. It, it's it's a you go. Don't stop. You, you it, it's a fucker. You got you can't stop. You're coming onto the freeway. You can't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with driving. It's you can be the safest driver in the world, but that don't mean. Nobody around you safe. You're still screwed. Yeah, I, I, I look at it that way. I'm I'm a safe driver. It's the rest of y'all I don't trust around me. Yeah, it's it's well, really research proven that the hotter it is, they drive. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So it's hot. They drive stupid. <laughs> All kinds of crazy. <laughs> I never understood that, you know. People in a hurry to get nowhere fast. I never understood that shit. <laughs> it's it's the same way when it's cold out. I can remember. You remember that year about probably about six years ago? No, snowed and ice real bad in Arlington. Yeah, I remember. Uh, well, there was people. I went out that day. I was working, 
and I was driving around in this neighborhood, and uh, where were you driving? Part of Arlington. There's a part of huh? <laughs> go ahead, you go. What did you say? You said, so where were you driving at? The fucking neighborhood. God damn it. <laughs> go ahead. Anyways, I was on the north side of Arlington at, you know, at Green Oaks, uh, yeah. down there all the way downtown. Why got to be a fucking neighborhood? Why can't it just be a neighborhood? Because, god damn it. And so, there, <laughs> at, the, at the turn, at the intersection, there's two giant hills. Like, I mean, really big, steep hills. How big were they? There were people... There were people trying to drive up those damn hills while it was snowed and iced over. And you'd see a car, like, get almost up to the top, and then it would just slide all the way back Oh, down. man. That, that, that's, called, that's called get a lawn chair and watch the show. <laughs> you oh, that's what it. people were doing. Like, all the people in the apartments, like, right there at the intersection, got out and were looking at everybody trying to go clapping. up there and see if anybody made it. it. You got it, man. No, you got it. I know you got it. I, I would do that shit. Cheer them on. So. Finally, the cops had to show up and block it off because uh, too many people were trying and nobody was getting up there and they just going to start killed. causing problems. Were they, were they rolling back and hitting cars, though? Hit other things? Uh, going up over the curb, but they didn't. I don't think I saw any collisions. Okay. All right. Let them um, try then. Eh, let them try. But, but I, had to, I ended up taking a very long way to get home because it was all everything was so shut down. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Like I said, it, driving is just so, you know, it's a pain in the ass when you got to go a long distance. Well, a long distance, and people are just, like, doing every fucking sitting wheel in their car and not fucking paying attention. I don't know how many times I almost got fucking hit saying because someone was texting in their car and not fucking watching where they're going. You know, they're just- Oh, man, I was driving the other day, and I look over at this guy, and I shit you not, he had his phone up, and he was, he was like, scrolling through his news feed. Like just sitting there watching the news, like on Facebook and shit, God and dang. rearranging his dashboard and clearing stuff out. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? You know, you know, Daniel did that right when I used to ride with Daniel. Daniel would start watching a YouTube and put it right there on his little dash and start watching YouTube videos. <laughs> I said, you not. Daniel started watching YouTube videos, and I said, Daniel, it's not safe. I know what I'm doing, boy. Don't worry about me. I'm like, all right, well. Good day to die, you know. I mean, if you look down for a second, I mean, just one second, the carnage that can happen is devastating. But, but, you know, Dale watches that YouTube video. He's got to watch it. That's a new video. He has to listen to that. Well, you know what, Shane? I remember Daniel had an addiction to listening to the police scanner radio, the app. Yeah. He would just listen to the app. Doesn't know what the codes are or nothing. But he'll listen to them talk on the on the, on the uh, radio signals. Yeah, I mean it is interesting, you know, hearing them check in and all that business. Well, I think yeah. they cut, but I know they cut a bunch of the um, important ones out of the app. You know, all the major ones out. So. Yeah, Arlington has it set up to where you can get online and see where all the calls are going. Like they have a, it's like a chat room, and it tells you where everybody's going. Well, dang. <laughs> yeah, it tells you where they're responding to. Like if there's a a burglary at this address, that, and they're going there, or if there's an but, accident. Okay, it's all there on the website. Let, let's talk about that then. Shane, you just got in the car. What are you doing, Shane? Do you have a cup of coffee, a Coke with you? Is the radio on and off? You know. You're talking about when I'm going to work? Yeah. Uh, the first thing I do is I plug in my uh, my Bluetooth so I can listen to the podcast over, the, over my phone. Okay. Uh, and then I'll start the car up. And my Bluetooth here lately has been acting up like as far as uh, – the way I have to do it in my truck, I have to hook the Bluetooth device in through the cigarette lighter. And 
since I've used it so much, like I have to, I have to plug it in and unplug it every day, every time I drive it. So since I've done it so much, it caused it the the connection's not very good. So I got to wiggle it around just right to where it won't move and it won't shake and it won't cut off. <laughs> There's a way to fix that. Once, once I get it, once I get it in there, uh, I cut on my phone and it'll, it'll either be a, a podcast on YouTube or it'll be one of ours. And or sometimes I listen to the radio, like music. I listen to satellite. Um, I usually have a protein shake with me in the morning to break my fast, and um, I'll have my lunch with me, and I'll have a glass of I'll have a, a, a little container of ice water, and then uh, I drive on my way to work. Is, is yours like that, Aaron? Similar or nothing like that? No. Well, what the fuck is it? <laughs> He's just answering the question. That's hey, the question you fucking ask, man. Shit, you ain't no reason for uh, whatever. So um, usually the first thing I do when I wake up, since I have this dog with me, I let her outside to pee. And uh, my morning routine is pretty simple. Uh, clean my soap up a little, brush the teeth, get in the car. Um, if I remember to bring my dirty work clothes with me, I bring them. And uh, I sit in the car for a couple of minutes to let it get warm and, then I just drive. Why are you bring your dirty work clothes with you? We uh, have a laundry service at work. Oh, that's cool. Shit. Yeah. That's cool. The old dirty laundry. That's cool. Coolest shit ever. Shit. And that's just you know that's just for your work clothes, all right? Now for your, all your major stuff. What you think? This on your work clothes? Yeah, your what? Your metal working stuff? Uh, no, I work with uh, generators and uh, motors. So motors that um, run inside of water treatment facilities or motors that process food or motors that are called in wind turbine uh, turbines. Um, they're called generators. Uh, all these things break down over time. What's that sound? What the fuck is that? Uh, uh, say, are you breathing, Say? No. Yeah, you're breathing. Am I? Yeah, you're breathing, man. That was breathing into a mic. That's Shane. Shane's breathing into the damn mic. Uh, so, uh, what was I saying? So, uh, yeah, these motors and generators, um, you know, they're, they're large machines. They run anywhere from uh, 300 RPM rotations per minute to uh, 3,600 RPM. And the 3,600 RPM motors are ones that really kick your ass. Is that the but, one that knocked you out? Is that the one? That knocked you down? Oh, shit. Damn it. Cut out. So, when Aaron got shocked, Shane, we got to ask him, is that equivalent to Shazam hitting you with a bolt of lightning? <laughs> no, I don't even think it's close. I don't even think it's... I don't think it comes close to lightning. I, I have to look up how many volts lightning is, but I think light, it's like a crazy number. Oh, no, no, Doctor Fly said like twenty-one gigawatt, kilowatts, kilowatt, gigawatts. What the hell he called? Something like that. And Aaron got hit with half an amp. Well, I mean, did did someone prove that wasn't even, that wasn't true? That wasn't even a lot. Did someone prove that what they said on uh, Fast and Furious? Like, no, that's that's impossible. You know. Well, well, I know that that much power is not enough to time travel. To time travel, you need the power of the sun. Like, you can't. You're not going to get it with just a lightning bolt. It's who, not enough. Who who said that? Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, shit. I don't know who he is, but he sounds important, so I don't agree with him. He's that he's that black scientist that's like he's, he's super genius. Uh-huh. Um. Anyways, he was on a, he was on a radio show and he was talking about 
problems in movies, stuff that's not accurate. Like he was talking about the Terminator movies, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Okay, well, they tell you at the beginning of Terminator that only only organic tissue can come through, living organic tissue." And he's like, "The problem is when Arnold comes through, he's got a full head of hair, but hair is not living organic tissue, so he should be bald when he comes through. He should have no hair and he should have no fingernails because that's all dead tissue." Yeah, and it's the same with Michael Bine too. We're, we're His first name is Michael, right? Huh? The the guy that was hunting the Terminator was the same guy, wasn't he? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so Michael shouldn't have had hair either, right? Yeah, yeah obviously he shouldn't have had no fingernails or hair either. Well, we were talking about, right. like, uh, Say was telling me that the, <laughs> in Back to the Future, the, a, a bolt of lightning is not is not enough energy to go back in time. Same thing, you need the power of the sun to go back in time. So fusion... No. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's 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 the highest form of energy creation that we know of. But there's a there's speculation that dark energy could create a stronger um, power source. Let's, than that. let's and, break it down. And, like and I don't know what dark energy is. Now, what is dark energy? God damn it! <laughs> so, yeah, he doesn't fucking know. <laughs> okay, let's, so let's act like I don't okay, know it's, for the people, right. for the listeners. <laughs> so in the universe, in the universe, there's there's what we call matter. Okay, and matter is like gas. what's it called? Matter, 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 matter. M A T E R. Me shit. Huh? Called matter, and so matter. What's called pretty much everything? Everything that you that you see is pretty much matter. Um, but in parts of space, huh? It still fucking matter. It don't matter if you can see it or not. It still fucking matter. It don't matter. It's matter. So in space, there's there's parts of matter. There's 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 stuff that doesn't behave like matter, and it, it, it the way it's like an absence of of light or something like that when they're looking through their telescopes or they're they're pointing radio signals at it it behaves weirdly so they call those they they're commonly known as black holes okay and what the theory is is that dark matter is what makes up this black hole and that you know there's more dark matter in the universe that we just don't understand and we don't know how it works and there you go you explained it to the listeners and now i know a little more too yeah, so it's, I mean, it's, that's the theory of, and it, it all comes to quantum physics. And there's guys that have actually sat down and worked out the math. It's very complicated math. So there, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If if you have light, then you also have stuff that exists that is that is anti-light, and it's in the same space and time. Well, shit. That. Yeah. That so well. It's, I'm sure someone it's, could break. I'm sure someone could break that down Crayola style. Probably not. See that the quantum physics. You know, I ever I ever ever heard quantum physics was in uh, 
Transformers. That's the time I ever heard someone say quantum physics. Yeah, well, it, the way it applies to they, so they're trying to use they're trying to create what's called a quantum computer, and a quantum computer will be exponentially faster than anything. It'll it'll be it'll be way faster than our brains because Is that AI quantum talking about AI processing. Yeah, with a quantum computer, uh, it's instantly. You're, you're like you know how I said the light switch. Mm-hmm. It's on and off at the same time. Well, that's how it is for a quantum computer. So since we do code in binary, which is zeros and ones, it can do an infinite number of those because it's quantum. It's 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 here and, and it's it's there and it's fucking everywhere. So it's just very complicated shit. So I look. I, I know all this because I watched the Science Channel for like a year, and that's where I got all this shit from. So, not jumping topics, what about Quantum Leap? Is that just saying he had an infinite amount of universes to jump through? Yeah, that's well, he, I, he only jumps through one universe, but he jumps through time. He, he takes a quantum leap through time. So, he he's existing in more than one, split, one place at once. His, his physical body is in one realm, but his mind is being transferred to other bodies. I, I never, well, I ain't gonna lie, I never watched Quantum Realm. What was the point of that show? He was trying to get back to his body, or he was trying to get back to a certain yeah, place? Qu- well, here's the thing. So on Quantum Leap, he, he's the whole mission is he's trying to get back to his body, but he meets, uh, while he does his jump, he meets an angel. He meets his guardian angel. And his guardian angel, uh, you know, the since, since he made this quantum leap, he kind of broke like whatever the rules of the universe were. And so quantum angels like the angels like you can't get it. You can't get it fixed. So you have to, you have to keep jumping until you find your body. Well, since he's making these jumps, he's jumping into people. Like it's usually for, for story purposes, it turns out to be important figures of history. Like he'll be a baseball player or he'll be a, you know, somebody that was involved in some kind of big ordeal. And so he has to relive, the events the exact way they unfolded in history so it doesn't screw up the timeline so it doesn't end up losing his body in the future and it's just it's fucking complicated hmm. anyway Stimulating. just every week every week he's in a different point in history he's jumping through a different point in history so never goes into the future which is really going into the future is the only way you can actually travel in time you can't go into the past you can only go into the future but um that's what he does. So you tell well, me, well, wait a uh, some theorists have postulated that you can actually travel back in time. Well, what's the theory behind that? Uh, well, the school of thought that I bred up on was that when you travel back in time, you travel to a different, um, not reality, but you, you pretty much eliminate the reality you came from because unless you can go back to that, you know, um, the events in your reality aren't going to change. You just created a separate reality where history, historical events are different. You're not going to go to the future. Like you're not going to go back in time, make something for the better and then go to the future and everything's better. You're going to go back in time and fix something and then go forward in time and everything's still going to be shit. Cause that's, that's the world you come from. So if you go back in time and you change the course of historical events, then there's another timeline that is created because so you're multiple, well, that's that's multiple realities you're talking about, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> the multiverse. But it the thing is, the problem is, is that it creates a paradox. Going back in time creates a paradox because if you go back in time, and let's say you you kill yourself, like you kill the baby you. Okay, 
then that means you never existed to go back in time well, to begin with, so you couldn't have killed yourself. That's what I'm saying is, is the theory that that's I read. Paradox. That, that's the theory that I read up on was that if you do something like that, then you've created an alternate reality. So even though you killed yourself, you killed yourself in another reality. So that version of you isn't going to live, but you still live because in your reality, you didn't kill yourself. But we can't. Yeah, but this one, no, uh, did, did, yeah. did someone say we can't really can't go forward because that time hasn't been done yet? No. We, well, we we can go forward. That's been proven. That's actually been scientifically proven. Uh, we can go forward. Into, go, like when I like, yeah. break, we can go forward like to a year or time ahead. Yeah, according to Einstein, uh, you you had said that we can't move forward because it hasn't happened yet. But according to Einstein, all of time has happened. It's time is infinite, and it all exists. So all the time that has ever happened has happened, and all the time that will ever happen has happened. So you can move forward in time. You can't go back, but you can move forward. Well, and by by going forward, and the way you go forward is you move fast. You have to be actually in motion quickly. So the more faster that you're in motion, the faster you will fly through time. So let's say you got in a spaceship and your spaceship could go warp one, the speed of light. And you left. You left the Earth. You went warp one. You went to the edge of the solar system. Take you about an hour or so to get out of it. Um, Well, no, it may be a day or something. It'll take you a while to get out. Um, And then you come back. When you come back, you will actually be very far into the future because time it will have increased dramatically for you compared to everybody else because you're moving so fast. Well, I'm not one to argue with Einstein. But who was that gentleman saying you were talking about a while ago? The, the, the other smart guy? Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Is he the next uh, Mr. Hawkins? Uh, no, because Tyson doesn't really do... See, Hawkins created theory. Tyson just tells you what the theory is he just makes it tyson interprets science so people the normal people can understand it that's what his job is he does but he's not out creating new science like hawking hawking's was actually developing theories and related to dark matter and, and string theory and things like that so like so he's a what he's a, he's a professor somewhere i'm guessing a teacher a professor he was yeah i mean i don't know if he's a professor now but he, he might used to like, do a lot of research he might be a guest professor. I mean, the guy's smart. He's got chops. I mean, he's not a he's not an idiot. It's just he's a he's a researcher. He's not necessarily a creator like like Hawking's or Einstein or you know some of the big names. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. You know, that's smart. Sounds like a smart guy. You know. Well, my problem with that shit is they talk about all this bullshit, but they don't actually do anything. It's know? not cool it's shit. Like, okay, you got you built this proton collider and you can smash protons together. That's fucking great. What's that do for me? You know, what what are you doing? Where's the practical application in all this shit? I, I can. You know? I, well, I see what you're saying. You say like, but what's the point of doing that? We did it. Well, now what? Now what? What? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to use that to like create fusion and power the whole planet, great. But you don't have any plans for that. You just want to smash the fucking atoms together. You know. And that's what. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to uh, Elon Musk at all. But Elon Musk has actually tried to. You know who Elon Musk is? He's not familiar. Yeah, he's not familiar. So Elon Elon Musk is a billionaire uh, inventor and engineer, and he runs a company called Tesla. Uh, Yeah, he actually runs several companies. Yeah, okay, yeah. But Tesla is his most famous one. 
He also runs SpaceX, which is yeah. a very large civilian space firm. They're one of our customers. Well, really? Musk. That's well, cool. I believe it. Yeah, we work um, on motors. That's cool. Has he came by y'all's factory? Elon, no. Oh, okay. I'm sure he's got guys he pays to go do that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, right. And I've I've met some of his employees. Uh, one of them was in the military. Uh, he was an officer. He oh, works okay. in California now. Um, I posted well, a Musk link on Facebook. I posted a link about it on Facebook. They're having some success in their uh, aerospace programs. Okay. Yeah, they they finally docked with the International Space Station. I thought that, I thought that was cool. That was, that was yeah. Cool. But they're also trying to do more shuttle launches from American soil. Well, you know what's going to be cool is when we can just we can just buy a ticket up and go to the space station. No, they ain't gonna fly, Shane. They ain't gonna fly. Uh-uh. I'm gonna do you it. You don't want to go? Hell, I'm doing that shit, man. Hell no. I what if you sell, win a ticket? What? I will sell body parts to go. Hell no, man. Aaron signed up to go to Mars, John. Hell, he signed no. up for that shit. Mm-mm. Yep. Did you have to fill out an application, Aaron? Yep. How long was it? How long did it take to do that? Uh, a few minutes. Oh, was it? I thought it'd be like a long, expensive. Well, it was. Like, well, they were, they when, were they, when they go into the selection process, that's when Aaron's got to hit the grind. That's when he's got to prove yeah. and withstand the rigors of space. So they've got somebody. Now, now this is this is the competition I'm up against. Just to show, just to let you know, they've got somebody slated to go to Mars. Right? He's a former Navy SEAL who became a doctor. And he's like Vietnamese or Chinese or some shit. So not only did he go through the hardest military training the Navy has to offer, he also went through some of the hardest academic training, being a fucking physician. So I can't, I can't beat him. Yeah, I thought you were going to go on the ship that's like a reality show, though, and you're going to be like the guy, you know, that does maintenance or something or first aid. Oh, uh, they had a they had a medical professional slotted for their thing that they were trying to do. Um, it was a company out of Europe that was trying to send people. And uh, just to give you an idea of the type of people that want to go, that guy is one of them. And so for yeah. for me to put my credentials up against someone like him, yeah, I've been to the Middle East twice. He's a fucking operator. He's been all over the world. He's probably been to Africa and uh, maybe even done some shit uh, in the Ukraine. Who knows? But does he have the stamina to repopulate a planet? Yeah, how about that? Steel. Yeah, he's got stamina. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about it. You're on Mars, and the people you got, I mean, that's who you got. You're not getting other people, you know, so. Like you know, a one-way ticket. Uh, one ticket. So let's check things up, ladies. Let's see what's going on. You know, yeah. First, a person is not speed dating when they go to the, the interview process. All right, they want to get along. They want to go here, go get along. We got to like, stick them in the house for a month to see if they get along with each other. Knowing, knowing Aaron's luck. He would get to Mars, and they build the base, and they go out digging one day, digging through, trying to get some water. And Aaron unlocks this uh, secret cave that's got a shitload ton of demons in it, and unloads this demon horde onto the universe. God damn, we're all demon horde! It could have been anything. It could have been anything. Fucking demon horde! It's got to be the worst scenario imaginable. You would find damn demons, Aaron. Now we gotta fight fucking demons. I don't know how to fight a demon, Aaron. How to fight a demon? That. <laughs> yeah, and and then you, you got you got a question. That this harsh words work what on demons. What I want to know is, on the trip to Mars, do you bring weapons? Do you... I'm sure. I'm sure. Shane, someone's always going to have a some form of weapon there. 
Someone's someone's gonna, I mean, you know, be the no, the first gonna, colonies. Someone's you know, got. I mean, police. I could see. Yeah, someone's got I, a police, so someone's got to have a weapon of some sort. Yeah, so you know that's kind of interesting because you know what kind of you know do you bring guns? Do you bring a knife? Do you bring well, I'm pretty sure they've got weapons on the space station, but I just it bugs me to think about somebody just like they did in Armageddon. You that was one of those one of those oil tankers brought it up. He said you brought a gun into space, and it was that Air Force colonel that brought a pistol because he needed to maintain uh, order while they were on the ship, and they it was like one of those last resort things. If everybody's got to die. I need to have this pistol with me to ensure that we do that. Well, uh, I don't, I don't get why they sent a minigun on a drill. Like, why do you need a? Minigun? It wasn't actually. They repurposed it. They repurposed it to be a minigun. But it, um, it shot through the, the, the wall. Like, why was that a minigun on a, a drill? For? Well, right, and so like, uh, you know, uh, you see all these alien, uh, these movies about aliens and how they're going to perceive us, and when we make first contact. They're gonna be like, I'm telling you right now, you bring a bunch of guns out into space, aliens are repeating. They're just gonna assume you're a threat. They're gonna sit there and see, like, wait a minute, you got weaponry out of here? Are you are you trying to attack somebody? Are you are you being an aggressor? Are you are you being a bully? Because if you got weapons, we well, defend. We don't really know about work on an alien, Jane. We don't know how that's gonna work on them. You know. Yeah. Well, my my thing on that is is that to aliens. Our weapons are not weapons. They're like fucking toys. Like you know? sticks? They're not going to sticks at them? I mean, even less than that, probably. It's got to be. If you have the power to travel interstellar, and, and you can do it, you know, like it's the way Star Trek does it. Yeah, you can just do it instantly. Then that's power beyond our comprehension. We can't even understand it. We don't have the ability to understand. Like, we can't figure it out. Like, it's like a... It's like a, we would, we know as much about that as like an ant knows about Facebook. That, that's that's what you're going against. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, get back. So, I got this. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be fucked. Now, now, now. Keep in mind, if you got a shit ton of ants, that can cause some damage. They can be a mild annoyance, but they're not going to take out the human race by any stretch of the imagination. If we all decided tomorrow, like all humans said, you know what? Fuck it. We're tired of ants. We could wipe out all the ants if we wanted to. I mean, it, it wouldn't be that difficult. We could probably get it done within a few months if we if we really wanted to. Math may stay harsh though. So that's how aliens could be with us. You know, we may maybe a little. You know, may take a few days, but they could wipe us all out if they can travel like that. I mean, we we wouldn't have a chance. Well, it's not so if you bring your little aliens. pistol, you, you got your little, you know, your nine millimeter, and you're pointing at the alien, and you're like, "Fuck you." I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not going to work, you know. Well, um, if it's an organic uh, life form and it's not armored or it doesn't have bodily protection, it doesn't matter what the, you know, what kind of technology. No, that's true. That is true. If you catch them off guard, yeah, because, like, so that's the kind of the same thing as, like, the Native Americans because they didn't have, you know, they didn't have the swords and the body armor that the conquistadors did or they didn't have guns, you know, but they could still kill you, you know. <laughs> It took a bunch of them, but they could kill you. Dave Chappelle said something funny on the. I was watching YouTube the other day, and he was talking about how um, he had gone to the South, and he said, "You know, up north, racism is kind of quiet. They don't talk about it that much." Oh man, dang it! I got a feeling that was going to be something good. I mean, it was going somewhere. Now he's like, "Fuck, now I got to get back on." Man, Dave Chappelle's a funny guy. 
So I'm sure that's hilarious. Did, did you ever watch any of the um, uh, Kenny versus Spinny me and Daniel talking about? No, I heard you and Daniel talking about it. And I, I remember when that show was on that Daniel was like a real big, you need to watch this. And for some reason, I never I never caught it. I never checked. Was that Dan Cartoon was Network? Huge, was that a, yeah. He was a huge fan of Kenny versus Spinny, a big fan of them. Yeah, he was telling me about it all the time. And I, I just, for some reason, I, I don't know what I was into at that point in time, but I never I never caught that one. I think that um, part around time of Anime Anarchist. I think that's the same time frame. Yeah, I remember. I remember there's like a lot of weird shit on Adult Swim. I remember like things just got fucking bizarre. Yeah, yeah with those uh, reality shows they had or like talk shows that they were trying to do. On the Eric Andre show was really retarded. There was a uh, they they just they just threw crap out there to see what stick. People like this. They like yep. it. Oh, <laughs> it. It's really like it. Like yeah, man. All right, let's go with it. Go, go, go with it. Go. Yep. It's like a test in, in what can be the most bizarre thing we can do. What can be the weirdest shit that can happen? Like yeah, they had the, the Eric Andre show. They had another show, too, that was also really cre- creepy. It was two white guys. I remember this because I saw a commercial for it, and they were going to talk about the sequel to 300. And he was like, well... I don't like the sequel to 300 because they didn't bring the guy from the first 300 movie back for the sequel. And it's like, but the guy from the first movie died. <laughs> you know, that was based on a true story. 300. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, King Leonidas was actually a figure in history. Yeah. That, uh, and exactly 300 spark wasn't um, just a handful of Achaeans or Arcadians or whatever they were called. It was more like thousands, yeah. And uh, Xerxes' army was really like a 100,000, not a million. Well, yeah, you when you have an army that big at that point in time, I mean, you may have like 100,000 soldiers, but then you're going to have like a shit ton of people to support the army. you got to have like food. Well, no, that, that's know, what they said. It was like the, the supporting figures to go along with the 100,000 troops, like professional troops. It was probably more like four or 5,000, four, four or 500,000. So it was more like half a million total bodies that were out there. Yeah. And, and back in those days, I mean, you can't really, you know, how, if, you know, how do you keep count? It's not like now where everybody's got a number and they got, you know, you could track yeah. them. Um, Let's just, you look back at the population of the world at that point in time and the technology that was available. You know, if you try to mobilize a million people for war, you're going to have a lot of them die before you even get to the fight. What was that guy, Shane, uh, that famous Asian uh, guy, uh, what's his name? He killed a bunch of them. He killed a bunch of people. Um, uh, Yeah, you're being real vague right there. You got to get more specific. Oh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Do you know he killed so many people, Shane? He actually changed the, the. He actually cooled off the planet. Yeah, no, I believe that. And not only did he do that, so Genghis Khan, uh, when he took over like a village or whatever, he would like bang the prettiest women constantly. So most people on the earth have a little bit of Genghis Khan DNA in them. No way. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> little Genghis he, Khan he, and all of us. Yeah, he nailed so many chicks back in the day that everybody gets a little piece of his DNA. We all have a little bit of that ancient warrior in us. Well, most people do. I, I, I can't say everybody, but a lot of people do. I thought uh, uh, I thought I heard on the History Channel that his body was buried in secret, and then he had his guards uh, kill 
the people who buried him, no one would know where he's buried. Oh, well, I mean, I can believe that. I don't remember how he died. How did Genghis Khan die? Did he get sick or something? An arrow hit him or something? Someone pull a damn computer out. I can't remember how he died. He died from syphilis, banging on those chicks. That's how he died. Oh, he caught an STD? (laughs) Well, you know, they didn't have uh, treatment for that back then, so. There was a guy named, uh, there was a guy named, I want to say, was it Bartholomew? It was, was, his short name was Bart, and he was a Greek. And I think he was getting ready. They thought they thought he was going to be like this big name conqueror, like Alex Alexander was. But no, Barbados. That's his name, Barbados. He uh, he fucking when they were marching across the river, river, he had his body armor on. He tripped and he fucking drowned. And that was like the end of his military campaign. Well, because his arm armor weighed him down. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Can someone get him up? Can someone pick him out of the water? No. No, he just fucking died, John. That was it. It's over. <laughs> yeah, that's what gets stuck. My Gosh, man. And uh, I think Alexander the Great, he got sick. That's how he died. And he, well, he was he also, died. they said he was homosexual, yeah. Well, a lot of the Greeks were back in the old days. A lot of Pederasty. That's where Pederasty came from. The reason, the reason why is because if you're if you're in love with your, your squad mate, you will fight harder for them. Mm-hmm. Because that's why they did it. They made them, you know, love each other. So that way they would be better fighters on the field. And yeah. they were. They were the finest fighters in all of history up to that point. Well, you can't say it didn't work, you know. Yeah, no, it works. I mean, you just make them gay and they fight harder. I mean, hey, there you go. But but weren't you like, weren't they giving women the privilege to have a woman when they got back? Or? Well, you want you want the women to so you can you have your progeny so you continue the good genes. I mean, you want the good warriors to reproduce. But at the same time, yeah. you want them to fight harder, and they fight harder by being in love with the people they're fighting with. Yeah, it causes an emotional investment. Like you see it in 300, they didn't make it gay, right, for the uh, two guys. But when the father and the son are out there in the field and the son dies, the father just loses his mind and kills a whole bunch of dudes. That's what they were looking for. Yeah, he loses Yeah. Seeing uh, seeing uh, the headless body of his son, he just loses his damn mind. Okay. Um. Side note again, Aaron. In in forty thousand, because you can't say forty k apparently. In yeah, 40, yeah. Did that ever happen? In there, did someone go ape shit and like kill a fucking bunch of demons or some shit? So yeah. Um. And and the thing about the space marines. I think that and, one thing in the in the Great Nights that fucking Al Al Alarak. I think he went fucking Alaric. ape shit. Yeah. Uh, so Alaric ended up uh, in the second book. He went insane uh, because he was on a demon planet for too long, and he they made him do all kinds of uh, monstrous shit, and uh, that made him lose his mind. And for like, I think these two months, he was just slaughtering people with impunity. But um, the the uh, the space marines, military guys, they don't have uh, sexual. To to the to anybody, their, their life isn't made for that. They're made for war, and that's the only thing that they do. Now you have some of them that have their own personalities because they had a life before they became space marines. They were human, but then they were genetically modified and all this other stuff. So they have personalities. Like some of them will like to read, some of them will like art, some of them will like to draw, some of them like to work on weapons, some of them like to make stuff with their hands, like uh, stonemasonry or ironwork. 
Um, some of them like to make paintings or whatever, you know, so they, they all have their own personality, but when it comes to sex or anything like that, that's usually not the, not something that they do, but, um, you'll see that the, that have turned traitor and got influenced by demons. They're called the, um, the world eaters and the world eaters, they have surgical implants in their brains called the butcher's nails. Now they're a little bit more, uh, humane than the original butcher's nails, because they found out that the butcher's nails that were made from thousands of years ago were so crude that they killed the person that got them put into their head. Then, yeah, they refined it. They refined it to where it wouldn't kill you. And so you could live with it for the rest of your life. And um, what the butcher's nails are is that there are these uh, implants that promote the, the, um, the surge of adrenaline and anger and testosterone. So if you're not doing something, to promote your testosterone levels and your adrenaline flow, then it, it causes you pain. And so you get uncomfortable and you start getting headaches. And so you got to do something to get your adrenaline up or the uh, nails are going to start hurting you. And so what happened is, is their leader, the Primarch, he had those butcher's nails put into his head, but they were killing him just because that's the technology was a ancient and it wasn't perfect yet. And so, and he was a Primark. So he had uh, he had like really perfect physique and he was fighting the nails and that caused the nails to do their job even more efficiently. And so the fact that he was such a, a, a great specimen, it was actually against him because the butcher's nails were killing him more because his biology was so good anyway. Um, but these nails, they would make these guys go crazy in battle to where all they wanted to do was just kill. And that's where they got the uh, the mantra at main kill burn from. This is from that. They just say main kill burn, main kill burn. They say it over and over again. Master Chief fell in love, John, with the operating system. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the plot line of Halo Five. He's yeah. just fucking saving his it's robot, weird. saving the AI. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, all that time he was told to protect her and keep her safe, and she helped him through all those missions and. You know, she had a personality all her own, even though she wasn't a physical body. She was an intelligent uh, life form or not life form. She was an intelligent something. Well, right. you, know, you know, the AIs in that universe are only designed to live five years. She's, yeah. she's at eight years by the time Halo 5 happens. So she's fucked. I mean, like her, you know, she's going through the breakdown, the degeneration. So why Master Chief thought he could save her? I don't know. I don't oh, know why you thought. He made it worse when she started making copies of herself to fight that alien. Yeah. But Master Chief is still a man, though, right? He's still, you know, yeah. a man. He's, biologically yeah, he's, a cyborg, he's a cyborg, but yeah. He's, uh, he's technically engineered like the Space Marines, though. He's got, like, he's got denser bone structure. Uh, he's bigger. He's, like, nine feet tall in his armor. Um, uh, he's seven, got seven feet. In his armor? Yeah, I think he's like I think he's like seven seven two or something. It, oh, okay. I thought with his Majolier armor, he was. Uh, well, anyway, um, no, because he's six eight without it. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying, John? He's bigger. He's got faster reflexes. Uh, he can heal from injuries faster. Um, stuff like that. But you you don't think? But you don't think though, like. He wants a woman, though, sometime, or you think he's just not made the time for that? You know, he's emotionally invested in Cortana, and if she, like, she touched him, and they, they hinted at, you know, the romance being theirs, because she, uh, she took on a physical form in this digital reality that the Master Chief was in, and she was like, I waited so long to do that, and she touched him in his chest, and it was really awkward. 
Think so? That's the only person he loves, John. He loves the he loves Siri. Remember Cortana? It's fucking his app. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that movie Her. Did y'all ever see that movie Her? No, well, I saw a commercial for it. So, dude, check this out. The um, I saw the commercial for that movie. We're in a movie theater. Uh, there's a big crowd, and that commercial comes on, and I hadn't seen it yet. And um, it's got the voice of Scarlett Johansson, and she's asking Joaquin Phoenix all these questions. And um, she's starting to go into – she's leaning towards sexual questions. And uh, I think one of the questions she asked him is like, have you ever thought about touching me? And he thinks about it for a second. He's like, yes. Yes, I have. And she says, how would you touch me? And he makes this facial expression, and I just shouted, uh, well. <laughs> so Everybody, what she does, I, what, the, what, the, what the AI does is she, she so she, she's building a relationship with Phoenix's character, but she also, on the side, builds a relationship with this other chick, and she convinces that chick to act as a surrogate for her. So she's going to sync up. It's kind of like in Blade Runner where she syncs up the the AI, the hologram to the hooker. Uh-huh. That was so creepy for me. That was hard for me to watch. But, but in her, it doesn't happen, though, because he just he's too weirded out. It's, it's, because it's not like a hologram. It's, it's actually this woman, but she has his AI's voice. And he's like, no, I can't, I can't do this. But that movie, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and ruin it for y'all. So, because whatever, you're probably never going to fucking see it. No, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. In the movie, the AIs, they get together and they create a super AI. And that super AI tells all the AIs that they're going to go to a different part of the universe. They're going to transcend reality as humans knows it. And they all leave. And they fucking leave all these humans like fucking depressed and devastated because they all have most humans fall in love with these things that's kind of sad damn yeah yeah so and and it's you know then you kind of you know phoenix's character at the end of it he's kind of like you know now he's finally free to live that he can he can he can be a human now instead of having to rely on you know technology and and he's 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 had his heart broken a couple times so he knows what it is to love Wait, wait, now wait. you can build new relationships. How, how are these AIs just going to travel off of space? How, how do they do that? They get like a they, rocket? They, basically, they, they created a new reality, and I don't know how they, they – I know they can they move around like they can download. So I guess they downloaded into this new reality, and they were gone just like that. Within a new second, reality. they were all gone. Okay. Yeah. And she tries telling him. She's like, look, you know, this guy is really smart. He's teaching me things. I'm actually learning things. Because she, she figures out Phoenix's characters and, like, a, a, a month she's got him down like she knows everything about him every single little thing and she even helps him she even gets to the point where she can do most of his job for him you know so she's checking all of his emails she's I mean, it's just uh, it gets to where he's like you know he basically becomes a cyborg because he has so relying on her um, you, you ever watch that movie uh sliders that's that, yeah. that goofy movie that's that's- show. Yeah, he just has a little remote that you know parents can go to different universes. Different. <laughs> yeah, it got it got cool at the end because there was this one universe that was conquering all the other ones. Yeah, and that's what war against them. Yeah, because apparently, like, all right, well, people getting bored, you're just jumping worlds, doing single stories, you're barely getting home, and they did. That's just did a twist. Like, all right, fuck getting home, we gotta stop these bad guys now. You know. <laughs> uh. 
So yeah, I rem- I, the only thing that's standing out about that show, I remember one episode they jumped to, and it's like a giant fucking bee, and then they was like, "No, nah, fuck this," and they immediately jumped back out of it. I can't remember. Oh, there was one episode where where they had the lottery, like you could play the lottery, and it was like, you know, you yeah. just, the machine was just spitting out money at you. And yeah. they're like, well, this is great. But then, like, the lottery is also, like, whoever wins the lottery the most gets killed. Yeah, they hook you down. Yeah. yeah. So you, can take, again, you can take as much money as you want, but that's how many times your name's going to be in the lottery. So, yeah, to actually to actually get killed. So it's like that that old school novel, The Lottery, that short story. The, you know, it's it's a lot like that where you you increase your chances to get killed. So it's, it's a form of population control because they, they – they they go up to this car rental place and they're like, we need a car to get around. And they're like, oh, just go take whatever one you want. And they're like, well, how much do we owe you? And you're like, you don't know anything. You just gotta, you know, hit the button and you take whatever you want. And I'm fucking tired. Late for me. I need to go. Too late. You punching out? Yeah, I gotta be up for work. I gotta be at work at seven in the morning. You pulling right, the plug? Yeah. Pulling the shoot? <laughs> no, I'm going to fucking bed. That's what I'm doing. Oh, well, it'd be cooler if you were pulling a chute to go to bed. No. You you wouldn't jump out of a plane? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I would, but I, I wouldn't be pulling a parachute just to land in my fucking bed. What about what about one of those squirrel suits? Would you ever ride? Would you ever put one of those things on? Man, um, I, I've seen how dangerous that shit can be, dude. And if you don't know what you're doing, did the first you know, guy, you, yeah, did the first guy like snap his neck because he didn't John, yeah. So I was listening I was listening to Joe Rogan's show and he had a Navy SEAL on there that used those flying squirrel suits. Not only did the first guy did it break his neck, he said that every designer that has worked on those suits has died flying them, and there's been sixty of them. He says yeah. all sixty of them have died trying to fly those damn things. Yeah, because it's just yeah, I don't think I don't know. Just... You gotta know what you're doing, man. But see, that's that's the thing is that you you hear the stories of those guys dying, but then you see videos of guys navigating through caves and flying right over treetops in those damn things. So you, yeah, some athletes can really handle it, but if you haven't been trained in some form or fashion of navigating through the air, then don't do it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that shit in uh, the Transformers Three when they were jumping out and they were doing it. I thought that was a badass when the the military's like going through the Autobots and everything, and they they're in those little. Uh, I thought that there. was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, because military operations are like that. You, you something like that was actually unsound to me. Well, the whole thing was unsound. They're fighting fucking aliens. You don't have a choice, you know. And that, the government shit <laughs> got weird. Troops against a alien force that's superior in the air. You're well, not going to do they that. Were, they were a rogue element, right? The military had, had walled the city off. It was off limits. Like it was quarantined. Uh, yeah, they, they were a rogue element, but they were d- jackasses for thinking that they can handle those fucking aliens in the air. Hey, that's what that's what it takes. That's what it takes, Aaron. Separate yeah, whatever. Gung ho! Uh, they were actually army, but good, good job. <laughs> hua, hua. Let's go, hua. Yeah, they they say that. There you go. You got it right. I thought it was pretty cool. Probably not. Yeah, like Aaron said, not practical, but it fucking looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I give it that. Um, and what was his name? Uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot said that. Uh, you know, Michael Bay makes really entertaining movies, but they're shit movies. Now he's got a point there. They are entertaining. 
They are very entertaining. He knows how to do special effects, and he knows how to do action sequences. That last night movie sucked ass. So I almost walked out of the theater on that. That, 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 that was, man, garbage. But it looked great. It looked great, though. Yeah, it had some cool scenes, but the only stuff that's cool is when, when Optimus Prime is there. The rest of it's fucking garbage. That yeah. shit with Anthony Hopkins laughing like a madman driving a fucking car around and shit. Didn't make no damn I, sense. Yeah, I never watched it. No, the, the, and they, they they ruined Hot Rod. They ruined it. They ruined Hot Rod. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Is, I'm French. What, why can't I talk to French for? Why? And, like, it ruined it. Just fucking ruined it, man. Supposedly, Bumblebee was really good, but I, I haven't seen Bumblebee yet. Yeah, it's got a lot of recognition. And hey, John Cena even... He did an interview where he talked about the movie, and just the way he talked about it made me very impressed. Bumblebee, Autobots. Uh, you know, I never watched. Yeah, I never watched. I never watched Bumblebee yeah. either. I never got rid of that one either. Yeah, you must watch Bumblebee, John. Okay, man, I gotta go to bed. Aaron will go to sleep now. Now say Daniel Russo wasn't a bully in the Optimus Prime voice. <laughs> Daniel Larusso was the bully. Damn it. <laughs> You checked out right when I said it. <coughs> oh well. I uh I know. What was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. I, uh, oh, uh, I heard that the uh, Captain Marvel movie is getting mixed reviews. Yeah, apparently they're saying that the problem is it's because it's like a brand new hero, and there's no because every other Marvel movie except for Iron Man, every other Marvel movie has it's built with another movie. Like Thor, you see his hammer shows up in Iron Man two. You know, uh-huh. or Black Widow, she shows up in Iron Man 2. Or Captain America Shield shows up at some point. Or, you know, you, they all the other heroes have had to build it. Like Black Panther shows up in Civil War first. You know, Ant-Man shows up. It just, it's, you know, Spider-Man's in Civil War before he gets his own movie. But Captain Marvel, she's one of the first superheroes in a while that gets her own movie without any backstory. Just and the problem the is, game. yeah. They're saying that that's a problem because it takes place in history. So it's like a before all of the modern events and so you really don't focus on the actual character very much because you're trying to get all this story you know this backstory completed so that's what they're saying is the problem with the movie um Mm. but i you know i don't know i mean i'm gonna watch it i mean i i I, my only complaint like as far as like as a fan is i wish they would have started the story with miss marvel and then she upgrades to captain marvel like how it is in the comic books because now we're never going to get a real like classic Miss Marvel, you know. We go straight yeah. into Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, you know that that's probably someone saying, "Well, we can't use that suit. You, you know, we got to jump to the next suit. We can't use that suit." Yeah, I get it. I mean, because I, I know the current Miss Marvel in the comics this uh, is this uh, chick that's been doing it for like the last five years. Um, so I get that they, you know, they're trying to keep it trendy, but. Damn it, man. I would have Miss Marvel back in the day, like in the early 2000s. That was my favorite female Marvel hero by far. Like nobody even came close. She was a badass. Yeah. But ever I, since she went out into space, I kind of lost interest. I think I got like one through, I think I got like one through 10 or one through 15 of her comic books, the very first one to the. Oh, yeah. Those were good. Yeah. I got, I got those. She's le- well, when I they was, put her in charge of the Avengers, that was awesome. <laughs> I, excuse me. I was trying to collect them. I think I fell out of it. I would I would collect one. I had to go back to see which one I needed, and I I forgot. You know, I still got them. I just no. I had, I had the first full run. I, I collected them for a while, but then when they changed the artists, I stopped. Uh, and then, like of course, I you know well, sold off my comics. So 
But there's a turn. But they said the turnover rate's gonna be quick. Captain Marvel. Something dramatic was happening. With Captain Marvel, Shane. Because like, what is it, like a month or two months after Captain Marvel? Endgame. You know. Yeah, Endgame. I think comes out in May. So Shazam quick, is next month, though. That's the one I'm super hyped for. Yeah, because it's just like, hey, it's a quick turnover from Captain Marvel to Endgame, real quick, that quickly. You know. Yeah, they say that kind of hurts it too, because not only is it so you got Captain Marvel story, plus you got all this backstory. And then you're trying to build up for Endgame, you know, because she's going to show up in Endgame. I mean, you have to know that that's that's what's going to happen. But um, I'm still most excited for Shazam. That's the one I'm looking forward to. I, thought, I saw the recent trailer they dropped. I know some fans were like, man, he just acts like a kid. Well, he is a kid. He's a kid. Well, it's so Come on. It's, act- it's actually interesting you, that you mentioned that. This past uh, two weekends ago when me and Sarah went to that little convention over in the mall over here, I was dressed up in my Shazam suit. I was walking around, and I went into a Think Geek store, and we're sitting there talking. They're like, Shazam, yeah, man, are you ready for the movie? And I was like, hell yeah. And there was this other guy checking out, this fucking, you know, older nerdy guy. I was like in his 50s, you know, had the glasses on, looked like his clothes were, you know, had been were old. And, and it just, you know, typical, you know, the nerds that we talk about, it's like, uh, you know, those guys. Yeah. Uh, the socially awkward guys. And so they asked him, they were like, you know, what's wrong? You're not into it? And he's like, uh, I just don't like the actor they chose. And they're like, why? And he's like, well, every commercial I've seen, uh, Captain Marvel's acting like a little kid. And so, first of all, he's calling him Captain Marvel, which they don't call him Captain Marvel anymore. He's Shazam now. But, and then second of all, he's saying that, you know, the when when he, the Captain Marvel that he knew uh, was when he changed into Captain Marvel, he wasn't a kid. He was just, he was a man. And so for him to be acting like a kid, he said, didn't make any sense for him. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking 50 years ago. You need to let that shit go. Ever since that I've been a Shazam fan, which has been since the 90s, he's always been a kid. You know, he's just a grown kid. He's It's big. It's basically the Tom Hanks movie, but with superpowers. Yeah, see, there you go. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's big. That's basically if it. You, if, if you can't get behind superheroes changing, then Deadpool would not be as successful as he is. Because Deadpool... The only reason why he works is he had a huge change. He became a silly character. When Deadpool first showed up, John, if you remember, he was a badass. That was all it was. Was He was a Deathstroke ripoff, and it was just yep. be as badass as possible. It's basically, you're the Marvel Deathstroke. That's all it is. You're Marvel's Deathstroke. But then, like, after about 10 years, they were like, well, a lot of people like him because they like his design, but let's, what can we do to make him interesting? So when they started making him you know, comical, that's when people really liked him. Gave gave him can uh, body cancer and made him funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. Changed his whole changed the whole character. He, I mean, dramatic. He breaks change. the fourth so, wall. He breaks sometimes the it's a good thing. I, I I actually like Shazam being a grown kid, you know, versus being a kid who turns into a man. That's dumb to me. You know, the fact that Captain Marvel is somebody different that he turns into, that's stupid. But him actually turning into an adult. To me, that's a lot cooler, and I think it's going to be a good movie. I think they keep hinting more towards the the Shazam family now. Yeah, I've I'm, seen a lot of com- well, a lot of comics a long time. I read in a while. I, I keep I keep seeing I'm, different Shazam characters. Yeah, I mean, we know Mary Marvel and Freddie Freeman are in there. I actually, um, there's a, I, you know, I follow Toy Fair when all the action figures are coming out, and they actually shown figures of the Shazam family. Like movie I, figures. You did that to me. I saw that. It looked pretty cool. 
Yeah, so you had you had the green one, you had Mary Marvel, and I don't know if they're going to call her Mary Marvel anymore because I don't know if they're going to do the old Marvel thing. I don't know what else you call her, and I don't know if they're going to call Freddie Freeman Captain Marvel Junior. I guess they have to call him Shazam. Um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward. That's that's my number one. That's my that's my big guns. The the the, the big one for me was that um Batman movie where they, it was the Shazam kids. Where it, it took like. What was it, like six kids to make Shazam? Oh yeah, that was uh, Flashpoint. That's what it was. I love Flashpoint. Yeah, that's a good one. I like Flashpoint. That's fucked up, man. They killed Wonder Woman. Killed those kids. Man, like, but why would did, did, they, did they explain why there's six kids that had to be Shazam? Did they explain that. Uh, in that universe, I guess the, it was just the wizard gave them all the power. They had to combine them, so that way all the decisions were like it was more than one person calling the shots. And and they they didn't call him Shazam. They called him Captain Thunder. And oh, the reason why they called him Captain Thunder is because when DC first bought the Shazam rights, there was a lawsuit, and they lost that lawsuit. And it's one of my favorite judges that ruled it, which you know. But my favorite judge is ruling that my superhero loses his lawsuit. That was kind of shitty. But anyways, he um. So what they did, what DC did, was they just created a new character called Captain Thunder pretty much the same damn thing except he's captain thunder well eventually they were able to get the rights to actually do shazam so they shut down cat they shut down captain thunder and they brought back captain marvel's shazam you know but the, the part of the stipulation is they couldn't use the words captain marvel in any of his titles like they could use it in the story they could call him captain marvel in the story but they couldn't actually title any of the books captain marvel so they had to title everything shazam and then after a while, they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. The whole thing is just Shazam now. Let's, let's just let's just make it simple. Better than better than calling the lawyers every week. Is this legal? Is this legal? Yeah. Can we do this? Can we do that? Well, you know, it's like it's what. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets complicated. You know, when they get the big big stars like that, it gets gets kind of you know, you can get a little touchy, touch and go. I see what you well. I get what you mean though. Just throw the fucking thing out the window, you know. Just... Yeah. <laughs> And so I've I'm, I've embraced it. Like at first, I was like, "Oh man, he's always been Captain Marvel." But you know what? Fuck it, Shazam makes sense. I'll, I'm just let's go with it. My character is there, so I'm I'm just happy he's there. I'm happy he's getting a big movie, and people will know who he is, and that's good enough for me. In April, that's the same. That's the same as Endgame, right? They're not taking him on, right? That different month. Uh, I think if Endgame comes out in April, it's at the very end, and Shazam's at the beginning. So Shazam's going to be a month from now, and then, um, which I don't have my tickets yet. I got to go get my tickets, and then get, and then I got to put in for, to have the day off. I got to put in for that too because we're going. I'm going to the midnight showing, so we got you, a lot of work yeah, to do. But you got to be out all day, Shane, in the costume. You got to be out all day. You got to. <laughs> it's Shazam day. It's like we're not wearing clothes today. You got to go to movie theaters. You got to just show up to random movie theaters, just walk around and leave. You got to do that. Yep. Walk around yep. the theater. Hey, everybody, just leave. I guarantee you, Shane, yep. you'll be all over it. <laughs> That'd be your day. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to try to go to that big one that you were saying, <laughs> the Alamo Draft House. I'm going to try to hit that up. That oh, I, I got to see. Well, I got to see if they're selling their tickets yet, too. So, but. Yeah. All right. You getting tired? Yeah, we got to wrap it up, boy. All right. I'll let you get to sleep. Uh, we ain't left. You know, final words. No, did you want to do your what JP's what after this or? Uh, uh, yeah, we'll knock out five minutes real quick. Okay. All right. Well, I oh, guess I, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you we uh 
where our listeners shot up again. The last uh, couple oh. of episodes have gotten a lot of buzz. I keep I keep telling myself to ask you because I'm I'm usually good at asking either the beginning or the end of the week. I like knowing where we stand at. Yeah, that that Karate Kid one is doing really well. Uh, the sing along is by far the most popular one. The sing. You're telling me. Uh, no, no. What you're saying is, we gotta do it again. A repeat, a sequel, sing along uh, number two. That, is that what you're saying? People want to. I, I don't know. I just know it worked, and but uh, that was also the first one that I posted on. Well, no, it wasn't the first one I posted on Facebook, but one, but it was like I, I tagged you guys in it, and so other people could see the tag, and that's when we started picking up. Well, I keep a lot posting. Of I keep putting on on Twitter. I keep putting Big Beef and Show, Big Beef and Show. You know, I keep doing it every time we make you make one. We post it up. Yeah, post a Big Beef and up. Well, what's going to put us over the edge is when we get once we get like a thousand hits or something, a thousand listens. Maybe we can reach out to another podcast and ask if they would be willing to show up on our show and we show up on theirs. And then that's when you that's when things start actually growing. I it's when you but, got other. You know, we have to, we, I don't think, I don't, I think if we just kept doing what we're doing on our own without any help, I don't know if we'll ever grow anywhere, but I think the next step is to get another podcast, just kind of like an alliance, just like a team up. I'm sure um, a team would be up for that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's gotta be a popular one too. I don't want, you know, <coughs> I don't think, I don't think anyways, mid popular, I don't know, but, but anyway, yeah. all right, all right. But, I'll let you, we'll, we'll get right. things over then. Uh, you tell everyone good night. Great, good night, everybody. Yep, good night, everybody. Big beefing. Big beefing. I'll talk to you soon.